Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. Hey there, how's it going? It's going well. How are you? I am doing great. It is January 3rd. Mm-hmm. So this is your January 3rd episode of the Um Yeah Sports Podcast. It's a new year. It is. It's 2022. So far off to a pretty good start. Yeah, has been. Yeah. Not too bad. Antonio Brown sort of lost it. <laughs> Took off his shirt and ran around the field for a while. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to start off the year, if you ask me. Yep. <laughs> no one will know what's coming next. Yeah, that's it true. In, uh, in the uh, in- Antonio Brown, you know, O-sphere. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Well, Derrick Henry's coming back, it looks like, maybe, in time for the playoffs. Yeah, looks like he could come back sometime this week, which is going to be a big Does help. that make Tennessee unstoppable? Unstoppable? I don't know about unstoppable, but definitely gives them a leg up, uh, especially with all the pieces that they've added in the offseason. And having Derrick Henry just automatically boosts your team no matter who you are. But I think, like we'll talk about over the next couple of weeks as we get ready for the playoffs and not, uh, going to Week 18 and everything, but I think with um, I, I think the AFC is kind of one of those divisions where you're either going to get a good version of a team or a bad version of a team. We've seen a bad version of the Bills. We've seen a great version of the Bills. We've seen a bad version of the Patriots. We've seen a great version of the Patriots. And throughout the season, we've seen multiple uh, multiple occasions of both of these types of teams. The Chiefs, they all, also saw a situation like that with them, the Chargers. So we don't really know what to, what to expect from each team uh, as we get closer to the playoffs and into the wild card round. So as you don't really know exactly what to expect, you can always know what to expect from the Tennessee Titans offense because it's been consistent for years. They're going to feed Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry is going to get you lots of yardage, and you're going to be able to use the play action pass off of that. And that's how Tennessee's been uh, running their offense for years. This has kind of been a little bit of a rough patch because obviously he hasn't been able to play due to an injury that's kept him out for multiple, multiple weeks. But they've got the number one seed right now yep. in the AFC, so they'll get a little bit of a break um, after next week if they can uh, lock that spot up. Um, last uh, last night, a lot of teams in the AFC started to lock up their spots, including the Bills, the Patriots, um, the Bengals. Um, those teams started to actually kind of move in, and we're just kind of playing for wild card spots at this point. We'll see exactly who moves it in, um, who moves in, and who ends up falling out. But I think just because we're not exactly sure what to expect from each team, and we'll know more after the wild card round, obviously, because a lot, a lot of teams will be kind of pushed out and whatnot. But then when the Titans come back in, they're going to be playing the best version of all of these teams, and a team that's been groomed by fire a little bit. Um, and and so I think when you have Derrick Henry and you have that option and you're becoming more and more healthy, hopefully Julio Jones is back in the next couple of weeks. You have him as well. Then you can open up a lot of stuff in your passing game, which you've been relying on a lot um, over the last few weeks. And then also defense that has been destructive in years, pa- or in even this season in years past. So I think definitely having Derrick Henry back in your uh, in your lineup makes you even more of a continued um than you were without him, and I, I don't I wouldn't say unstoppable, but I definitely think it increases their chance uh, to make it all the way, uh, make it even into the AFC Championship game this season. Okay, well, one team that uh, is going to be uh, looking for a new coach probably uh, next year is going to be the Chicago Bears. <laughs> probably, probably. Who's going to replace him? Uh, Any rumors? Not really any rumors yet because he hasn't been officially fired yet. But I mean, everything is pushing towards that. 
direction. And I think they're making a big mistake of waiting so long because the Jaguars are going to get a leg up yeah. on them. Any team that's uh, the Raiders are going to get a leg up on them um, because they obviously don't have a head coach right now. Yep. So teams that are looking to make a big splash in in coaching land uh, or the or picking of a coach is going to be able to do that because after they get eliminated out of the playoffs next next uh, in the next couple of weeks, those teams are going to coaching staff will become available. The coordinators, all these guys will then be open for um, uh, interviews. And if the Bears wait too long, they're going to miss out on a lot of these guys that would be a good option for their team. They don't want to sit back too long and let opportunities slip by, especially with the new rule where you can start interviewing coaches two weeks earlier. Yeah. They need to just move on past them. I, I get the idea of wanting to wait till after this week and let him coach the last game and whatnot. But now's the time to start interviewing and just let him just let him leave. Because obviously this game's not going to matter in any way, shape, or form. Um so losing is not going to be that big a deal for you. Um, the players will be able to go out there and still play. It's not going to be a huge deal. The Jacksonville Jaguars are also looking for a head coach and stuff. So there's a lot of teams that are still looking for uh, head coaches at this point, and they need to get join in that race. Because, um, I mean, we could see some uh, change-ups in the Tampa Bay or, uh, organization where some guys there could be leaving. Um, we saw Dallas being involved in these coaching head coaching rumor so there's a lot going on and we'll be um experiencing more of it after the season's over especially teams that don't make it in like the jaguars and the raiders that probably won't make it in but it's possible so i mean at this point you're not you're not gonna make it in period there's no chance for you to make it in. you've been eliminated for multiple weeks at this point so just give up um we all know you're going to do it at some point if you don't do it then that's just bad bad leadership for your team you can't just let them keep going operating underneath a bad leader they need to get to a guy that can right the ship a little bit and it's also a good time because like i mentioned the teams are looking for head coaches but the jets um and the falcons uh and um what's uh, in detroit are all under a new head coach first year guy at this point so having getting a guy now to move into the next season is going to be extremely helpful because you won't be that far behind um, and getting your team kind of on track with these other teams that are starting to uh, kind of round that corner a little bit. And I think with a proper head coach, I think uh, the Chicago Bears could be a team that in the next couple of years could turn things around and get on the right track. I don't say, wouldn't say the same thing about the Jacksonville Jaguars because they've got quite a long road ahead of them. But I think for the Bears, they're not that far off. They got Justin Fields. They've got a decent uh, wide receiver core and Allen Robinson. And then defensively, they got Khalil Mack, and they've got guys that can make plays on the defensive front seven and in the secondary. So they've got the pieces. Now they just need someone to come together to put it all together. And if you have opportunities, and these guys are saying they'll do interviews after the season, all this stuff. Yeah. Um. Now is a good time to just get just. It's better to be first than last, right? So if you're gonna, if they're gonna be say they're available, get rid of your head coach and just sit in queue. That way you're not super far behind and miss out on the opportunity on the guy that you really want. It's like in draft day. Or, in, or in, on draft day, you wouldn't just wait until the very last second to trade your guy that's going to give you draft choices. Before uh, You would do that before the draft actually begins because then you can start looking at things and see where you sit and where you stand. I think the Bears need to have that same mindset. All right. Well, two guys in the AFC <clears throat> that are having fantastic uh, years are Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, this is sort of... In some ways, it's kind of like his first year, I guess. And kind a, of, yeah. You know, a little bit in that we didn't get to see him for uh, a big chunk of last year. But both of them are doing very well. Both of them are uh, are headed to the playoffs. And uh, both of them uh, look to have some good football ahead of them and hopefully some long careers. Who would you rather have of the two if you had to uh, to pick one of the two to build your team around? 
Uh, probably Justin Herbert because, I mean, if I had to pick between the quarterbacks and not the supporting cast around these quarterbacks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin Herbert because Justin Herbert has the 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 height, the uh, the frame, the build, the speed. Uh, he has he can make plays with any uh, wide receiver. We've seen him. He's been using Allen Robinson or not Allen Robinson. We uh, what's his name? Uh, Mike Williams. He's been using the pieces that he has Eckler when he needs to out of the backfield. So he ha- you can use the pieces in any efficient way. With Joe Burrow, and yes, we didn't get to see a full season with him last season, but without Jamar Chase, he really couldn't make things work with the wide receivers they had. And then Jamar Chase comes, and now we all understand why he they ended up drafting him is because they needed to give a guy that was reliable for Joe Burrow to throw to. But just based off of build and experience and play style, uh, I think I think um, Justin Herbert will be a will be a better quarterback for a longer period of time than Joe Burrow will be just because of the way he, the way he plays football. Uh, I think it's just, I think I'm more impressed with the way Justin Herbert's been able to come into the league and make a lot of plays. And I think that's also because we saw him last season and we saw him this season and both the seasons he's taking really good steps. And this is the first season we've really seen Joe Burrow, but just based off of build and his experience and how he's been able to use the pieces in his uh, offense extremely well. And the way he's been able to throw the ball and the accuracy he's been throwing the ball with, I think it's been really impressive to watch. Um, so I think, yeah, I think I would pick Justin Herbert in the long run. Nothing. I think Joe Burrow is one of the best, uh, one of the better second year guys that's in the league right now, or in just as a quarterback in general, general, he's been playing extremely well. But I think there's just a lot to be said about these types of quarterbacks that are taller, that are more physical and able to run and got, kind of get through guys and then also throw on the run and do that type of thing. That's where the NFL is going to. These pocket passes also have the ability to run the football and do it extremely well and very efficiently. That's the type of team that you really need to have. And yes, I guess you could say that uh, Justin Herbert's not been having the greatest season, just fantasy numbers and all that stuff. But when he's in a game and his team is playing well around him and he's playing well at the exact same time, we've seen the type of team that the, the – uh, uh, Chargers turn into these teams that are getting to deep games against really good uh, football teams and going to the very last second and Justin Herbert's making really good passes we've seen it countless times throughout the last season so I think I mean for, the, for those kind of reasons I think those are the type of quarterbacks or that would be the quarterback that I would pick yeah going into the long run okay so the Packers are the number one seed in the NFC heading into the playoffs uh, right now. I think that is probably now locked That's in. That's locked in, yeah. Yeah, okay. So that means that the Super Bowl has to go through Green Bay mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yes, it does. Um, Tampa has suffered numerous injuries, um, lost a receiver yesterday. Uh, how how are things looking for Tampa? You know, obviously they mounted that incredible comeback. That was against <laughs> scored, the Jets, though. Scored what two touchdowns very quickly, very to, quickly to uh, take the lead and win the game, um, despite uh, despite not having one of their top receivers to play in the game. Yes. Uh, so how 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 do we feel things are going for Tampa as we head into the playoffs, knowing they have to go through Green Bay? Do they even stand a chance with uh, an angry Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Yeah, I think standing in his way. Yeah, it's going to depend. I mean, we'll talk about this more over the next couple weeks. I'm going to be watching a lot of games to compare the matchups for you guys. But in this particular game, or not, it's not a game that we're playing anytime soon. But if they do make it all the way to the NFC Championship to play the Grand Packers, who I think will probably be there, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take them getting completely healthy 
in the next couple of weeks because they cannot be an injured defense like they've been having where guys are coming in and then they're going back out with injuries or health and safety protocols, all that stuff. It's really starting to wreck this team. And we, we saw it last week where the defense wasn't close to 100%. They lost a lot of key pieces, and they went down against the um, the the Jets, and they really couldn't get anything going defensively. And then Tom Brady had to help them climb back into the game. Like you said, they lost their, their wide receiver. So there's a bunch of variables. Now you have to weigh in here. And we'll know more after this week. That's why I don't want to talk about too much because I think there's going to be a lot that we're going to be able to know after during this week. This is the start of week 18 because it's Monday. But uh, we'll know a lot more as we get closer. Or actually, not. This is the end of week 17. But as we get closer to week 18, we'll know a lot more because we will know who's healthy, what they look like, and what these teams are going to look like as we get into the playoffs. So as of now, we have really no idea because we've seen – like we mentioned for the AFC, we've seen a really good defense for uh, this Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we've seen really bad defense for this Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that just really has to do with the on and off switch of are, are they injured or are they are not right. are they not injured. And we really don't know where that's going to end up. And then we also had to weigh in the variable that the, the Packers are undefeated at home, and they're going to have home seed advantage over whoever they play because they're number one. So now they've got to go uh, to their house, and they've got to deal with the cold, the weather, the fact that Aaron Rodgers seems unstoppable with his group of guys. And if they're not 100% healthy, they could get embarrassed very quickly because Devontae Adams, uh, Lazard, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, they're players that can make you look silly pretty quickly if you're not bringing your A game. And we can we, we know that if they have a bang-up a bang up offense, they can have a really good defense and win football games. We saw in the Super Bowl, we've seen it plenty of times where the defense is able to carry the offense to victory. Obviously, Tom Brady is doing a good job of keeping it afloat, but if they need it, they can use uh, the defense as kind of a life uh, a life jacket. But they can't really just use the offense to beat games without the defense because the defense is where things that's you have to stop the other team to be able to keep your lead and you get into a little bit of shootout situation. But I think especially like you mentioned, the win over the jets, that's good, but that is against the jets and the jets have been known to let teams come back to the, come back on them like that constantly. So we to want, I'm, I think they've got a very favorable matchup coming up against the 49ers, assuming they get into the playoffs. That's a good matchup for them because I think defensively, even if they're not hundred percent, I think they can still, Hold the uh, hold the 49ers in check a little bit. They're obviously got to deal with the likes of uh, Kittle and uh, Debo, but I think with their pass rush, they can get to Jimmy Garoppolo and kind of get him off his game a little bit. Maybe even Trey Lance, depending on who plays, depending on the injury. So uh, I think that's a game that's kind of more favorable for him. But as you get even further into the playoffs, you have to you have to worry about Green Bay. You have to worry about the Rams. You have to worry about Dallas or Arizona. It depends on who's going to win these games, and we'll be talking about that, like I said, more. But there's so many things you have to wonder about as you get to this this point in the season normally if you watch a full 17 games you'd be like oh yeah this is an obvious one this is an obvious one this is an obvious one this season you can't really do that because a lot of teams are banged up or extremely inconsistent and could go down at any moment because we've seen them get injured at any moment so you have to kind of start to wonder where teams gonna fall into place i'm hoping that after this week or after week 18, we'll have a very good idea of what things look like. And obviously I'll be watching a lot of games to try to figure that out. But yeah, like I said, there's just so many variables you have to weigh in here, but I think green Bay, um, I think green Bay is going to end up being the NFC championship game. That's a, I'm probably going to have, I'm not to knock one team out the Rams or the bucks, but the Packers have to be there. They just look unstoppable. And right now I don't see a team that looks even close 
to that type of uh to that to their competitive level i think they're kind of in the league of their own and that's why they're kind of up there and aaron Rodgers doesn't really show signs of slowing down so i think yeah and especially with home home field advantage well this is shaping up to be some really good playoffs yes it will be fun be very exciting few weeks here yes indeed as we head to the super bowl where we do not have a clear cut leader in the nfc yeah we don't i mean we well kind of have a leader Uh, the rams are looking pretty good the packers are the leader the packers are obviously the leader they're the number one seed but you have a lot of teams that are coming on coming on strong as we head into as we'll talk about it though there's a lot of fundamental flaws with a lot of these teams yeah well the the rams most fundamental flaw is the fact that Matthew Stafford likes to throw interceptions. Hey, we all got our issues, man. <laughs> we all got our issues. All right. Very good. Well, thank you for hanging with me. Yeah, always Good fun. talking. Uh, we, will, uh, we will be catching up soon. Don't forget, we, have the, uh, we also have the uh, upcoming national championship game. Yes, that's right. University of Georgia Bulldogs and the University of Alabama Crimson Tide. That's in seven days. Coming up. Yes, we next Monday that as we get closer. Yes, indeed. All right, very good. Good hanging. Yes. Listeners, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe. Otherwise, we'll catch you soon. Talk See later. Ya. See ya. God bless.